0: OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas got a question or opinion sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000 live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas
1: What are you made of? When adversity invades and the doubters are deafening and you've been knocked down, know this. We are Oklahoma. We get up, square the jaw, and run toward the fight. This program, like the people of this great state is built on toughness and pride. Tonight, under the lights of the palace, the Sooners are back home, strengthened by unity and wrapped in resilience. Can Oklahoma earn an important November win against the dangerous mountain men? We're about to find out. It's football time in Oklahoma. Across the middle. It is intercepted. Stutzman's got it. 20 to the 10. House six. House Wide open. Nick Anderson. Touchdown. Bam. Sawtruck 35-30. Picking him up. Putting him down. He's going to the end zone. Touchdown. It's time for a primetime Big 12 battle. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the West Virginia Mountaineers. Here we go. Live from the Historic Owen field in Norman Oklahoma. This is Sooner Football.
0: I feel the
2: master. Ready. Ready. we ready. 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 Another beautiful scene setter from the voice of the Oklahoma Sooners, host of the T-Row. In the morning show, Toby Rowland. This is a big one, dude. Yeah. Never would have thought uh, before the season kicked off that we'd be sitting here in November saying, like, this game, everything is relying on this game right here. But that's where we are. That's where we found ourselves. This this, this is
3: the game right here that um, either totally destroys it or kind of helps keep it together throughout the remainder of the regular season, right? Like if you just get a win this week, and I I think it's about getting the win, but it's also about looking better offensively, looking more consistent. And if you can do both of those things, and maybe we come back Monday and say, all right, we've regrouped a little bit. Here's the path to a 10-win season. We'll see what happens across the Big 12. This is just win look a lot better, play a lot cleaner, and let's start talking about the paths to a successful season from here on out. But it is a yeah. big game, man. It is a very big game in keeping it all together and um, finding some momentum heading into the off season for sure. Well,
2: I know it uh it's big. You know, we still got plenty on the line Big 12. I I don't know how how everything has to unfold, but the way college football goes, man, it, you never know what where we might end up. Well, yeah, well, Texas, you know, at this Texas, point Texas in loses, Kansas
3: loses, OU wins out. You play Bedlam again. That's the simplest way, right there.
2: You know, the Texas game this week is interesting. You know, they're a big favorite, and they should be. They're a better football team. They are a more talented football team. They are well coached. There's no doubt about any of that. But, you know, I think the situation is kind of interesting. They're, they're on the road. They're going to TCU. TCU has, you know, over the last, I don't know how far you got to go back, but they've dominated yeah,
3: Texas. Yeah, I, uh, I had it written down the other day. Let me go back and try and find it. But uh, I knew they,
2: they won five in a row at one point.
3: Yeah, okay, um, so they're 8-3. and three. Here it is. They're eight and 8-3 versus Texas in the Big 12.
2: 8-3.
3: Jeez, that's domination. That's I, domination. I, I don't know if OU's had a better run against Texas in the past 11 years. I mean, it's, it's close, but dang, man. Yeah. And a lot of those are um, blowout wins, too, dude.
2: Yeah, and they lost to them last year. So, you know, Quinn Ewers is back for Texas. And, you know, I think that's interesting because – I think they're rushing him back a little bit, you know? I think there's some pressure for him to play maybe before he's all the way back because of the inconsistency that they've had at the quarterback spot. You rush him back. So throughout the week, he's going to be getting the reps from from Murphy, right? Because they're going to start yours. You don't give Murphy the, the reps. So I think there's a high likelihood that Ewers re-injures that shoulder.
3: Good man. If they're, I think you're right about. I mean, he only missed two games after that injury, yeah. um, and, and I don't know how similar it was to Sam's. I guess it was the same. Sam ended up missing like three or four weeks when he got hurt back in '09.
2: Yeah, you never know like, what the severity of it is or, or whatever, but you know, it feels like they're they're kind of they're stressing to get him back because they've kind of they've just been hanging on and. You know this this TCU team has uh, really started throwing the football really well. They're dangerous. They can score points now. Defensively, they have not been good. Um, but I don't know, man. I just think it's a I think it's a weird spot for Texas. You got the road trip to Iowa State that's looming next week. You know I don't know,
3: and I mean, TCU like it hasn't been great this year. Um, they're four no, and five, it's been bad. and like here's their. We're at the tail end of the season, and here's their chance to try and salvage something good because nothing good has happened for TCU this year outside of beating their uh, crosstown rival, SMU, if you call that a a, a big success. So here's their chance to salvage something from this season and beat Texas the last time that they played them. So, no, it's it's an interesting spot, and this line has jumped up like two points since yesterday. Texas now a 12-point favorite. They were a a, a 10-point favorite yesterday. This is – it's an interesting spot for sure, man. For, for UT, yeah.
2: no, Texas probably wins the football game. Okay, um, but I I think it's more likely that one of them that that you you don't expect to get them is maybe the one that gets them. Yeah,
3: it is not beneath Texas to go out there to, uh, to Fort Worth and play poorly. Like uh, they they sure. did the same thing at Houston a few weeks ago, right? Sure. Yeah. Th- th- this in no way, and I know Texas is eight and one. Rank 7th. This is the best year they've had since Colt McCoy was on campus. But in no way do they look just super impressive or unbeatable. There, there's a That's few right. games along the way it feels like they, they should have lost.
2: That's right. I kind of feel fortunate, and, really. You know, what, what's funny is like, they're in a stretch where they haven't been away from their stadium in a long time. I mean, they played the Houston game two weeks ago uh, in Houston – and then before that, they had the Cotton Bowl, but you know, I—I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overdoing it a little bit, but it just it just seems like a a weird spot that they there's a chance they're looking past this one. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing. And it- whenever you're not at home, let's be honest, the refs are going to try and get you.
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh, saw another big article today about all the calls the refs have missed. The past three years with OU and what they've missed with Texas. So that is. Really? Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. it's and, and Texas' main complaints are two games from last year the Alabama game from last year, which wasn't a Big 12 yeah. game, and the Oklahoma State game from last year, when Texas had like 14 penalties and OSU had zero. And there were some photos <laughs> of like, yeah, this should have been called in this spot. What are they doing? So as mad as OSU was about. OU, you know, teaming up with Texas. How dare they to leave the Big 12 to go to the SEC? OSU's benefited quite nicely the past three years off of the officiating, haven't they?
2: Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's fascinating. And, you know, Kansas, you need them to lose as well. And I would say that Kansas, as – as the pressure mounts and things get more and more important, right, you're starting to get everyone's best shot. It's different, okay? You can't just you can't just stroll into 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 town and expect to to come in and surprise people with how good of a football team you are anymore. I, I think that's done. So, you know, Tech going to be a tough game. I think you know Texas Tech starting to starting to roll a little bit. Had that win over TCU have a little extra time to prepare for this one, and then clearly Kansas State, that game's going to be huge. Like, that one is, like, that's going to be a really fun game.
3: Yeah, no, it really will be. Um, back to OU West Virginia, you know, th- there was a time in the first seven games of the year where OU is a pretty awesome team in the first quarter. You know, they, they, if even if the offense wasn't great in the first 50, 15 minutes, the defense was going to allow, like, no points in the first, you know, quarter of the game. That hasn't right. been the case during these back-to-back losses. And I'm going to extend it out to the first 16 minutes of the game because KU scored with, like, uh, 14 minutes left in the second, as did Oklahoma State. But after the first 16 minutes the past two weeks, OU was down 14-7 in Bedlam and 14 nothing to Kansas. And that yeah. wasn't great defense coming out, but it also wasn't great offense. Like, I think the big storyline is offensively tomorrow, what are they going to look like? And judging by the past two weeks, I don't think that we need to wait until the middle of the third quarter or the fourth quarter to see if they're going to put the game away. I think we're going to be able to tell in the first ten minutes how much better if it's going it's to be.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, You've, you've got to start playing clean football again. You can't fall apart. I, I don't know where it came from. Uh, you know here's the thing. The Texas win, you know there were some awesome moments in that game, but there was also some some bad moments in that game, you know let's be honest. So I guess there were signs of it there um, and there were signs of it in the UCF game, but the last two weeks, you know we've been banged up and, and that's always a factor. I don't know. Been away from home. That's always a factor. So hopefully they've got everything together this West Virginia game because I'm just telling you right now, I, I'm i not trying to convince anyone how good West Virginia is, but they are dangerous enough to where if you come into this game, screw around, turn the ball over, you're going to get your ass beat at home.
3: I don't think you need to convince anyone of that part of it. I think everyone is buying into that one.
2: And West Virginia – is not scared. They beat you last year. You've lost two in a row. If you think they're scared coming into this stadium, I don't care if there's 85,000 nutcases screaming their, their head off. in the we will West Virginia, Virginia will not be scared. Okay, You're going to have to play a good football game to win this.
3: Yeah, second fewest completions in the conference. They don't throw the ball uh, nearly as much as some other teams in the league. Second fewest completions, but the fifth most points in the conference. So that kind of, mm-hmm. and this is in Big 12 play, so that tells you how capable their run game is without even telling you they're the number one rushing offense in the conference in Big 12 play.
2: Now, I will say, like, their, like, their schedule and kind of what they've gone through here recently, it, it's not murderer's row. Like, they've had one of the lighter schedules um, that you could have in Big 12 play. But you still can't take away from them what they've done. They have an excellent offensive line. By far the best unit on their team, best offensive line that we've faced. Their center is uh, probably a second-round pick. Both their tackles probably going to play in the NFL, and both guards are really good, and they'll actually play seven guys. Sometimes they'll have seven offensive linemen on the field at the same time. So it is going to be a slowed-down physical Smash Mouth football game. They, and I know we've talked about this stuff, but time of possession wise, no one in the Big 12 has dominated time of possession like West Virginia is this year Uh since Kansas State uh, going back to Colin Klein and his Heisman uh, run. You know, what was that, 2012?
3: Yeah, that was 2012.
2: You got to go back to 2012. That's the last time anyone in this conference has dominated time of possession like West Virginia is right now.
3: Meanwhile, OU's 2-7 and seven this year in time of possession. All
2: right. There you go. Hmm. And they, if I remember right, smashed us in time of possession last year.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure that was the case, man. I'll, I'll go back and look, but there were very few times OU won the time of possession battle last year.
2: Yeah.
0: I
3: think maybe like three, potentially even four. There weren't a whole lot. I'm sure they did... Uh, In that game as well. Hey, real quick, uh, big story in college football right now. Do you, um, when you're flying, like just on vacation, you you like to have a drink on the plane? Relax a little bit?
2: It depends. Only if it's game on whenever I get to the destination.
3: Yeah, um, I do like to have a drink on the plane if I'm flying somewhere. Maybe that's what Jim Harbaugh's doing right now. He's like, I don't have to work tomorrow now. Let's, Let's go. Hey, yeah, I'll I'll have a drink. Yes, please. Maybe he's having Mm. a party. I, I think they were in the air when that was announced um, about twenty minutes ago. That he can't coach for the rest of the regular season. Might as well party.
2: Might as well party. Get the get the free day off. Watch from the from the Holiday Inn at the airport there in. uh, How about that decision?
3: Day before the game. Yeah, you're not coaching tomorrow, Bud. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know if they're going to appeal or how that whole process is, is going to unfold. Uh, but it, I don't know. That's wild. Uh, yeah, by the way, last year, 37 15 to 22 45 time of possession. Jeez. So, yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number one rolls on here from Riverwind Casino. Stay tuned. A true Sooner
0: fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Take a walk on the wild side with Brom's new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. This bacon cheeseburger adds southern flair to a classic. Featuring Brom's pimento cheese piled high on a juicy hamburger patty with jalapenos and crispy hickory smoked bacon. Throw in a slice of American cheese to melt everything together for dreamy, cheesy goodness in every bite. Stop wasting time and go get Brom's new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. Nothing's better than Brom's.
2: Introducing the Oklahoma Breast Center, a beacon of hope in the fight against breast cancer. With the guidance of Dr. Denise Rabel, our team of breast cancer specialists delivers the most advanced treatments for your best possible outcome. From diagnosis to survivorship, we guide you every step of the way, placing an emphasis on compassion, communication, and emotional support. Here, you're not just a patient, you're family. Let us stand with you on your journey to healing. To learn more, visit OklahomaBreastCenter.com or call 405-307-2623.
3: And hey, tomorrow is Veterans Day, so while we're on the air today, just want to say a happy Veterans Day to all of you uh, vets out there. Thank you for your service. Thank you for everything that you've done for our great country. A uh, happy Veterans Day to all of you veterans out there. At least that's for me. Teddy may not like the veterans. I don't know. I
2: echo that sentiment 100%, Tyler. Making sure. Making sure.
3: In honor of Veterans Day tomorrow, we could do the toughest player on this year's team. Though I think it's pretty obvious at this point.
2: Who, Drake Stoops?
3: Yeah, I think twelve t- Toughest yeah. player on this team.
2: Hard to argue with that. It really is. But if you'd like uh, to say
3: Drake Stoops or someone else, 405-651-3439, go ahead.
2: Bill Tuff. Maybe I bet they, he has a big game. Well, uh, he
3: better have a big game. They better be targeting him on, I mean... <laughs> You got to target him at this point. He's in terms of guys like you know what to expect on a week in week out basis. You can trust him, like just all of those intangibles. Drake Stoops may be number one on this entire team, so he we better not be looking at the game and saying, "Oh yeah, Drake Stoops had two catches for nine yards." No, 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 no. Drake Stoops needs to have north of five catches tomorrow. Right, target him.
2: Yeah, it's been a – when's the last time he didn't have a – gosh, I feel like he's – I'll
3: tell you, the game against uh, Arkansas State where the only reason he didn't is because he got hurt early
2: in the game. Yeah. His – yeah, uh, his lowest – he had four against Arkansas State. He had two against SMU. That two against SMU is the lowest on the year. Um. Eight against Tulsa, six against Cincinnati, five against Iowa State, four against Texas, uh, seven UCF, um, four against Kansas, and then huge day, 12 for 134 against Oklahoma State. And I'm telling you, I, they can target him more. I know that we tend to label him as a uh, kind of near the line of scrimmage bubble receiver and you know he catches some of those deep crossers but he also works those dudes in the slot all right whenever he has a matchup in the slot he's an excellent route runner right, you can almost lock on to him and he's going to find a way to get open and find a city to find finding some space. area yeah, yeah and that
3: just you know like the finding space that's experience it also seems like it just comes more natural to some guys than others just finding right. an open spot in a zone or whatever it is
2: you want to hear something interesting? Mm, yeah, as I, guess. I As I look at Drake Stoops' statistics for the year, he has not caught a touchdown in back-to-back weeks.
3: Interesting. I would not have guessed that. I right know. There you go. Caught one last week, correct? Uh, really caught yep. two before he was... Uh, tackled in the end zone there. Right. But okay, let's let's make it happen then. Let's make yep. it happen. One tomorrow.
2: last week, one against UCF, one against Iowa State, two against Tulsa, one against Arkansas State. Fascinating.
3: Yeah, I mean seriously though, if you're gonna finish this season three and and0 and there's other good players at wide receiver, but just no one as consistent as him you're going to need to target him, and you're going to need big games from him throughout the rest of the season if you want to finish ten and two. Like he is a, he's a huge part of the offense, and he has been. But I think he's even more so at any point this year. Yeah, after Andrew Anthony goes down, like he's been, you know, and we expected Nick Anderson to be the guy that steps up, and, and he's been, has been okay since Nick or since Andrew Anthony went down. He had a big game against UCF. But the guy that's really picked it up is has been Drake since that injury.
2: Yeah. I think that you know one of the things that I maybe it's we, maybe it's everyone, I don't know, but me for sure. I underestimated how what the impact of Andreel Anthony's injury on this offense. I mean, you can nearly draw a line directly to when he was injured and when we've begun our struggles, you know? Oh, yeah. So. But, like, should one
3: player be that big of a difference? Because the no. offense was rolling when he was in there. But you're right. Since he's been injured, it's been no downfield presence really kind of to speak of at all at this point.
2: Yeah. No. no it. It shouldn't be that way. I mean, it happens from time to time. Whenever you've got just an incredible superstar at an important position, one person can be that that you know important to your offense. But I mean, he was a big part of our offense for sure. He's our leading receiver, but I mean, we've got plenty of capable guys. That it 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 shouldn't be as I I mean. It shouldn't have had the impact negatively that it has, I guess, is the way I'm trying to put it. So
3: who were kind of the well-known names in the Big 12 uh, in terms of receivers coming into the year? You had Xavier Worthy that was talked about maybe more than any Big 12 wide wide receiver. Brennan Presley, you knew that name. Ad Mitchell transferring from Georgia. Jaleel Farouk for OU. Um, Drake Stoops got more catches than all those guys. In fact... He's only two receptions behind the Big 12 leader out there at Houston, Samuel Brown. So, right. like, forget being the leading receiver on this team, which we talked about earlier this week. I think there's, there's a pretty good chance that Drake Stoops has the most receptions in all of the Big 12 this year.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, I, he, he, I'm glad that he's he's stepping up. Someone's going to have to. Um I don't know. I, I hope I hope Talwee is continuing to get more and more healthy. It feels like we found something in the running game. Yeah. You know, we we hit some big chunk plays. Talwee's touchdown was nice. He could have gone forever, especially if he was healthy. Uh, saw Chuck hit that long one. It feels like some of the gap scheme stuff, like the 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 counters and the powers where we're pulling offensive linemen around. Feels like we've we've started to kind of hit our stride there. I think Sawchuck is starting to develop a little bit of timing in that stuff. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully that continues and we can we can get better and better there. I think Caden Green is is really starting to play uh, big time football on the inside. So
3: figured it out I mean, on the offensive line in the run yeah. game, and it feels like they've figured it out at running back. And maybe they still try to get Barnes involved on Saturday, but I think you're. 1-2 is pretty obvious at this point with Tawie and Gavin Solchuk. I think you just yeah. roll forward with that as much as you can. Uh, Dave from Norman says, there's no real elite speed at wide receiver without Anthony. Thompson is supposed to be, but he doesn't seem to be the guy.
2: Well, he had not had very many opportunities. Kind of hard to be the guy whenever you've got like 10 snaps uh, for the entire season. Uh, you got to work into it more, and he didn't get the spring, and, I don't know how much did he miss some training camp time. I mean, he was banged up the early part of the season, so just haven't hasn't had a whole lot of time to, to develop that that chemistry uh, with Gabriel on the offense. You know, maybe it's too late in the game to really expect a whole lot to happen there from him. But you know, he's still going to have to be a weapon for us. I mean, everyone's going to have to share in that a little bit.
3: Nine one eight, respectfully, the Andrew Anthony injury impact is overblown. Remember, this team struggled to put up 28 against SMU and 20 against an awful Teddy voice, Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, well, I, I mean, there's there's truth to that for sure. I mean, there's truth to that, but
3: I, at the same time, it's been they, – they had a downfield presence. At least they had that within the offense. They did. And Andrew I mean, Anthony he, was a big part of that. And since he's been yeah. hurt, they haven't had really – any downfield presence the past three games
2: yeah that's the thing is he was he was the leading receiver you know they just passed him and he's been out for three games so i mean he added he added that deep threat and i would say that you know the consistency of going and getting the deep balls like he was i think had had defenses playing us a little bit differently but I don't know, on the scoreboard maybe you can say that. I don't know. Then what the hell is it? <laughs> right? I'd and like to know at this point what it is. It's got to be something and you know we haven't played very good football consistently since he's been gone. You know, I, I'm not saying it's the the end all be all and there's no way that we can recover from it, but you know, I think it, it it's been a bigger factor than I expected it to be. Um, you know, Nick Anderson was I, I I thought that they were going to target him way more than they have. I don't know where are all the footballs going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: It's you know it's like uh, why Nick Anderson only had this many targets. This guy only had this many carries. Gavin Sawchuk's running it well. Then you look at the amount of plays. Where, where did they go? Who, who has them? Yeah. Who, st- who stole all the reps? What's going on?
2: I feel you. I'm saying where is the football All going? All them
3: sideways plays stole the reps. That's where they're going.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I I guess that's what happens whenever you get dominated in time of possession. Like the Oklahoma State game was almost identical to what it was West Virginia last year. One second off, 37-14 to 22-46. So I guess whenever that's the case – you don't know where the football is going. But we threw it 37 times. Where's it going?
3: Uh, text line saying to the other team <laughs> most of the time. There's <laughs> only been two picks the past two weeks. Still kind of funny, though. Uh, the footballs are going sideways, unfortunately, says Sooner Choctaw. Footballs are going to screen, says the 405. Yeah, I, I thought that, that was uh, those jokes were going to happen on the text line. Or maybe they're not jokes. I think they're actually serious
2: it's all right strange we threw the ball what did i say how many times Thirty-seven, eight, thirty-seven, thirty-five 37 35 plus times and nick anderson had three catches and two of them were huge plays all right he had three for 92 a 30 yard average and i know he 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 dropped the one down the sideline. That was going to be a huge play. You know, he's got to make that. If he makes that catch, he's got four catches for, you know, 150 yards and a touchdown. So
3: Well, if you throw it 37 times this week, just make sure 30 of those targets are to Drake Stoops. There you go. Best case scenario for this offense at this point. Hey,
2: we got to hit a break, but I want to hear from the text line and see what they think about the football game. I want to know what's going to happen tomorrow.
3: Are you sure you want to ask him? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let us know, 405-651-3439. I think you're in for a treat next segment. Yeah. uh, The the vibe today. But okay, we can do it.
2: Love it. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hanging out at Riverwind Casino. Stay tuned. The word is
0: spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio
1: Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Fowler Automotive is proud to be a part of your community where our passion
3: or caregiver or promise to manage benefits or file a claim for you. VA will never charge you for processing a claim and only VA can determine eligibility. To report suspicious activity, visit va.gov forward slash OIG forward slash hotline. see Fiber Football Friday on the Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, OU West Virginia tomorrow, 6 p.m. on Fox in Norman. And the spread uh, dropped a little bit after last night. It's now down to OU minus 12.5 on scores and odds. And I guess in some places you can find it as low as uh, OU minus 11.5. So, hmm. uh, yeah, do with that what you will. The text line, you want to know how they're feeling on this Football Friday. Yeah. Let's see. Roman Shawnee says, what up, fellas? Totally enjoy the show. I believe we will come out this weekend like a house on fire, mm. being back at home and totally curb stomp the Mountaineers, 45-17. to 17. Teddy, you need to get Toby straight. I heard him say that Tool was way overrated this morning.
2: He said what?
3: Tool was overrated. W- Are you just going to take that?
2: I, I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know how people rate it, and I don't know why he would. He's probably never heard more than like thirty seconds of a song. Interesting. I'm uh-huh. just
3: going to take that. It's crazy.
2: I'm not going to take it. I'm going to confront him directly tomorrow. morning, or t- not tomorrow morning, but as soon as I arrive at Balfour on Campus Corner.
3: I'm just trying to play the role. That uh, you continually had in uh, middle school, high school. Never fight anyone, but pit two people against each other. You going to take that? Are you really going to take that, dude?
2: Yeah, I did some of that. What's going it. on at Fort I don't Gibson. Feel, I don't, and I don't feel good about it. Is that what you want me to say? Because it's true.
3: I guess text line is saying it wasn't Toby. It was TJ saying tools overrated. So, that texture has been corrected. But that once again, feel a lot better. are you going to take that?
2: Uh, Well... I almost take that as a badge of honor from a guy that follows some. What's the country music singer that uh, he
3: follows I think he's, around? He's Eric Church, right? Is that his? Eric
2: Church, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm okay with that. You're just
3: letting the musical taste do the uh, do the talking yeah, there. Yeah,
2: that yeah, says everything.
3: Nine one eight West Virginia has multiple eight plus minute drives that end in field goals. OU struggles with penalties and turnovers in the first half. RSJ ejected for a targeting call that makes Teddy punch through the press box window. Levy is locked in the campus police jail at half. <laughs> JFA leads OU to five second-half touchdowns in a comfortable win. Wow, I'd give it up to you. That's a heck of a tech. That's a lot going wow. on there. That is a very complicated Saturday. That is not stress-free, but that's a that's a great that's a great feel there.
2: That sounds like a that sounds like a long evening. <laughs> Sounds like a long evening. Um, But at this point,
3: if that's what I have to get through to get to a comfortable win, okay. (laughs) I'll, I'll take that, I suppose.
2: Okay, now, I think I know the answer. Whenever I'm asking this question, it's... But I think it is at least worth bringing up to explore. If the offense is... Stumbling out of the gate like we have recently, and we have a turnover or two, and we need a spark. Is there any chance that we see Jackson Arnold?
3: Well, I mean, I think the only way would be if the two turnovers are on Dylan Gabriel and they're really bad interceptions. If it's a bad, see, I don't snap, think that'll happen. If it's a bad snap, I mean, why would you? At that point, yeah, you're looking for a spark, but what does? What does taking Dilly Gabriel out of the game do for you if yeah. it's if no. the turnovers aren't on him?
2: I'm I'm I think I'm with you, but I, you know what's going to happen, right? I mean, we all know what's going to happen if the offense gets off to a slow start. Has has a There's turnover? Some restless or, fans so, there. Oh, I mean, for sure tomorrow. People yeah. are gonna, the murmurs are going to start to happen. So I'm just throwing it out there, I, and I agree with you. I don't think we see him, but. You know, it, it's at least at this point when you've lost two straight, it's become a question.
3: No, it has. I mean, and they 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 need a spark right now offensively. Is that really? Uh, are they playing Country Roads in the background? Right? I just randomly caught that. Are they playing that at Riverwind? Yeah, I can hear Is it. That it? Yeah. What's going on with that? Are seriously? Can we get a new playlist please? Can you hear
2: that? I can barely hear it well, myself and I'm
3: here. Come on. How how shocking is that?
2: Indelible whenever Jeez. you hear the We're the trying tones. to
3: Well, I, I I'm just like scared that that's some sort of a sign that we're asking that the text line and talking about how the game's going to go and then Country Roads is playing in the background. That does not make me feel good.
2: That is that is interesting. Huh. I mean you wouldn't think that that is a regular rotational song for a casino, but what do I know? Gosh. <laughs> the so, algorithm has picked up that we're playing West Virginia this sounds weekend. Sounds like
3: West Virginia's taking, uh, or excuse me, that uh, Riverwind is taking West Virginia money line, is what it sounds like to me. Jeez, guys. No I think mo- you
2: can drop the line off of that sentence, and that's <laughs> probably what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Just taking West Virginia money.
3: Jeez. Um, Mark in Newcastle says. I think we'll come out tomorrow cutting farts and breaking hearts. OU 42, West Virginia 20.
2: Boom, boom. Nice. Nice. I hope that's the case. What else we got?
3: I believe we're going to pull our heads out of our collective ASSs and win a damn football game in spite of Jet Levy. OU 55, West Virginia 17. That's from an O'Connell's bouncer. I'll see Ooh. you tomorrow then.
2: Uh, nice text. It would be better if – did he spell the A-S-S with the dollar signs?
3: No, that's what a oh, does, I think. Man.
2: Yeah, need to get on okay. that.
3: Roddy Crimson says, give me OU 41, uh, West Virginia 24. Offense starts off slow, but Levy Levy figures it out in the middle eight. Dude, all these texts of OU winning by two scores, 17-plus, easily covering the spread, I, it, it's been – it's been, like, dire text all week long, but then we're like, hey, text line, what do you think going to happen after a week like this? Oh, they, they win by 17, 24, 31 points. No problem. Yeah. Isn't that amazing?
2: That is interesting considering uh, what the last two weeks have looked like. But I, we are definitely capable of that. Yeah, you know, we just have to play a clean football game. We've done it before. We, we've, we did it from, you know, the first half of the season. You know, the first six games, we were uh, very turnover free, smart football, disciplined football. I mean, we had our problems, don't get me wrong, but the turnovers that have come in bunches the last two weeks, we just, we are not that good of a football team right now to be able to endure that.
3: Uh, Says, so all right, Tyler, how about 59 56 OU? Feel like we've seen that in this game before. Back in no 2018,
2: way. I I don't think there's any way. I, my guess is this game is going to be played like what it feels like every game in the Big 12 is played right now: high 20s, low 30s.
3: That's kind of where I'm at as well. Um, I just this this defense like this is a West Virginia team that can run the ball, but they have to not only throw it quite a bit, but hit on some big plays down the field, several to get 56 points, I'd be I'd be shocked if this game was played in the 40s, man. It's kind of where I'm at.
2: Uh, West Virginia ran the ball 50 times for 286 yards against UCF. That is a long, difficult day at the office for UCF's defense. And I got to tell you, I think that yeah, you know, assuming Stutzman is is healthy and at least close to himself. I I think there's a I think there's a pretty good chance we have a, a really nice day defensively. Oh, that's
3: where no, that's where my confidence is in this game. I don't I'm not worried about the OU defense at all tomorrow. I think that no. even though West Virginia runs the ball well, I think I had him yesterday scoring seventeen points on the old Thursday field. Um, my big question, I think everyone's big question is with the offense. I don't, I don't really think too many people on the text line are questioning the defense. It feels like that's the one thing that you can definitely count on going into this one is, well, the defense will, they'll hold up their end. Like the the, the defense will play, they'll play a game that it'll be good enough to win on, on their end of things.
2: Well, I hope so. It could get ugly quickly, uh, with the way they run the football and, We're not playing Ollie Gordon this weekend, but their two backs, Donaldson and Jaheim White, and you throw in Garrett Green in there as as often as he runs the football, that is a really, really difficult test. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next.
0: The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the ref. Ly forward slash Norman
3: Stormwater. Cavens Group, bringing you the Sour of the Rush on an OEC Fiber football Friday. Cavens Group, if you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give them a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavens Group, 405-573-3048. 405-573-3048 or CavensGroup.com. Dude, check out this tweet from Dennis Dodd, who okay. is a <laughs> national college football writer for CBS. Most people know who he is. Yeah. He tweeted out today at 2.18 Central Time, hearing USC, Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl, long way to go. I think both teams have three games remaining in the regular season. Actually, USC, I think, has two. OU has three.
2: Yeah, they've got two. They're down a week before everyone else.
3: Hearing USC, Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl, long way to go.
2: Huh? Who are you hearing that from? Like, God? <laughs> oh, God! Definitely
3: wants OU to get revenge on USC. So I, I would trust that.
2: That's so funny. Now we talked about this previously. If there's an option for that, like, it, it, and that's where the chips fall, they'll bend over backwards to make that that one happen. Um, I hope we play ourselves into a better position than that.
3: Yeah, no kidding
2: but USC you know, can't um,
3: USC can't but OU can so that's I'm 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 yeah. sure what he's heard is oh if we can if we got a chance to make that happen we're going to make it happen maybe that's yeah. I'm guessing that's what he's heard like they and obviously they really want that to be a thing
2: yeah here's the problem with that it's going to be a lose-lose situation for Oklahoma if that happens if there's no way Caleb Williams plays in the Alamo Bowl. And that's the main point, yeah. Zero chance. Um, And if that's the case, you, you get nothing for winning the football game. Now, you may remember, uh, we'll look back on that game, whatever, and talk about it. That's the year they played USC in the Alamo Bowl. and. You can hang an Alamo bowl banner, which uh, I don't think we do that. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) But outside of that, you're not going to get anything. You're you're setting yourself up to go in and, like, be very disappointed with how the season is.
3: what you say is 100% right. The problem is I think the uh, TBOW recognizes that. Hell, he might tell Caleb Williams to sit out the bowl game, you know? So there's a, oh, yeah. there's a no-lose situation for him.
2: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There, there's zero chance Caleb Williams plays in the Alamo Bowl. None. Will not happen. The No. So right, I, it, it sounds good in theory. And if you could tell me we get both teams at full strength, no opt-outs. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Then there is a okay. win
3: situation there for sure. Yes,
2: but Caleb Absolutely. Williams is the
3: key. yeah. You're right. He's the he's the key to all that.
2: It no, still would be fun just... to
3: win sixty five to ten or whatever it would be. This offense can get it going. Hey, that's the deal. E- even the o- the OU offense, how it's struggling, they'd score sixty five against this USC defense. They'd be fine. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm interested to see what Caleb Williams does at the end of the end of the season and it's going to get interesting. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Our number 2 is next.
0: You're listening to the home of sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app, the REF Sports Radio Network. Tired of your